Hey folks, you're very welcome to episode 130 of the Speed Mentor podcast and part three of the amazing five-parter all about the Change Venture Capital Fund, which myself and Andrew Cuthbert are currently launching. Now, in this episode, you'll hear all about how we are actually going to do what we're saying we're going to do. Now, we're talking a lot of <laughs> a lot of big, big stuff. We're talking about disrupting industries, changing the world creating billion dollar uh, companies, but how are we actually going to transform the companies that we're talking about? And you know what? The other thing you're probably asking yourself is, how the hell are these two guys going to do all of this stuff? But as you'll hear in this episode, we're not doing it alone. We do have other people with us who are fellow travellers on our journey. And you'll hear all about uh, Laura Bond. And you'll hear also all about Colin Hutchinson, who are uh, on the journey with us on the change. So uh, buckle up, sit back. Enjoy, and there's loads of good stuff in here that you can actually apply to your own journey as well. So I hope you really enjoy this part three, and I'll see you again at the same time next week. Over and out. So the last two episodes, I'll be honest, you guys have been talking some pretty serious game. You've been talking big game. You say you're going to do a lot of things, and you're casting vision, and you're doing all this sort of stuff. This episode is really where we boil down to the nuts and bolts and it's actually how are you going to deliver on what you've promised. Back to what you're saying about quality, mm-hmm. how are you going to actually do this? And so that's literally the first question that's where I'm going to start. How? Okay. Um, so both myself and Gavin are first timers at this. Uh, and I think anything you're first time at, you're just not as good as somebody who's done it for, say, 20 years or whatever. And that's uh, why we felt... As a team, we needed to have all our individuals involved. Yeah. So they were two other people, and I'll mention them both, and hopefully they'll be on the podcast at some point, maybe. Uh, but uh, Dr. Laura Bond, um, she brings 15 plus years of uh, venture capital experience to bear, working at Boots and Mergers and Acquisitions, working at, or working at IP Group previous to that. And I met her at a VC later on in life, so to speak. And we came together. I headed off with Flora straight away. She just really elevated my mindset as to what I could achieve. And uh, that, uh, that changed the future for me. And I felt, if anyone I'm going to look at who's managed funds before, she was the one that did it differently for me. And uh, came together again. And she was up for it, let's say. So that that's why that's why that happened. I think for us to deliver well, very much need Laura's experience to take us forward. I mean, really, when we started off in this journey, we we're starting to write our first term sheet. We're starting to write our first investment agreement. <laughs> we're starting to do all the the A nuts lot and of firsts. <laughs> FCA, which we had never even came across before realistically so those are all new challenges and to, to hit those well and professionally and to do things in the way that we'd like to deliver them we needed somebody done it a few times before mm. unlike ourselves yeah um, and this is a key bit that then feeds back into what we're trying to do for our investees you know so we're two guys 
pretty good experience between us. You know, no a fair bit. Um, you could be arrogant enough to think that you know it all. And this is maybe what sometimes happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the IQ and I've got the EQ. You know, that type of a thing. Uh, I wouldn't take on the world. But no, no. We know that this is the first time we're doing it. So what do we have to do? We have to make sure that we have a couple of other complementary people who have industry experience, who have already been there and done it, who have been there with bigger players, who have had success in this industry. You know, and there's a lesson in that. Mm. Uh, and that's why, how we see ourselves in as a group um, whenever we come to help our, because we like to think of ourselves as smart money, not just money or dumb money. And um, whenever we come to help our investees, you're actually bringing us as a team. You know, we're your defensive line, you know, maybe that's an American football analogy. You know, we're your support. So we have another guy as well, as well as Laura's. Uh, and by the way, Laura is impressive. Right? I didn't know Laura until Andrew introduced me. She, she likes to rib me a wee bit. She calls, calls me the three T's. Hi, hey, Laura. But, uh, but anyway, and um, but she is one hell of an impressive person, honestly, um, and has had some great success in, in this space that we have our only virgins in, as it were. But there's another element to it. There's, okay, you've got all this vision, you've got somebody who's been there before, but who's looking after the numbers? Mm. And then Andrew again um, came up with Trump's there. Well, yeah, so uh, Colin Hutchinson I met for a project we were working on together, actually in the satellite industry. Um, <laughs> and Colin has had immense experience again. Um, I would see Laura and Colin, they're the people who worked in billion pound companies uh, Colin had worked at Digicel for a long time in finance and uh, also at Vodafone and then essentially has got into AIM listings and worked in various companies mm. startups included and has seen that whole pathway of startup to success and I suppose um, what does he do it's underselling Colin to say he does the finances Colin is great at modelling, um, as in not, not being a fashion model. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that side to him yet, but I'm sure he's good at that too. But uh, yeah, I mean, essentially the financial modelling for a business, looking at how would this become big picture? How does this grow from someone's initial first spreadsheet that they do as a, say, back of a fag packet type um, Excel sheet that you do as a first-time entrepreneur? And turn that into something that is sophisticated, adds a lot of value. And really by doing that properly, I mean, Colin probably, in my opinion, adds a good million quid to someone's valuation by the other end of that journey. Shortcuts all that wasted money in building stuff isn't going to add any value to your business model. And it shortcuts all that um, spend on the wrong stuff. You start to build something that's wrong. And then you try and turn that into um, something you can market. It's going to cost you an awful lot of money. Probably talk about the sprints after, I suppose, Gavin. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's how I see Colin Fitness. Well, you, you're wearing a, a T-shirt that says Think Big. And yeah. you mentioned in a previous episode, Andrew, you want to take people on a massive transformational journey. Mm -hmm. And you have here, you've sent me through uh, like a four-step process uh, that mm -hmm. you're going to take everybody through. But before we get into that, talk to me about transformation. What do you mean by that, and why? Why is transformation a word that you guys have stuck to? So it, it's 
How do you explain Tra- Transformation is um, something everyone goes through at some level. I mean, you're a different person than you were 10 years ago in life. <laughs> end of the day. Um, and for us, it's as significant as that. I mean, you'll spend 18 months, three years with us, and we're planning to change everything really about who you are um, as a business, but that also affects you as an individual. Mm-hmm. It really will change your whole outlook on the world and what you could actually achieve. Um, I'm luckily, lucky enough to have worked with Gavin, worked with uh, other mentors who have just lifted my game, lifted my head, made me think bigger. And uh, then I've been able to achieve far more than ever would have without that. And I think um, that's what, what we need as entrepreneurs. You want to think big. You need someone, again, Gavin coming in to, uh, I'm going to say, protect you from these people at the side trying to take something without adding value to your journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we as a team come together to make sure you have that support around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, um, at the start of any journey, you're just it's like a wee sapling, <laughs> you, you know, and uh, or you're just even a wee seed um, with potential. Uh, and the truth of it is, I have mentored hundreds of people across this country and um to to huge success and every single one of us whether we're somebody's going to go into the startup world or not is a wee seed with massive potential now if that seed i know this is an old it's it's an old parable if it's on barren barren and unfertile land it never becomes anything that's just the the truth of it if it's an okay surroundings all right it might become a wee sapling but what we're trying to do is, is it the uh, bamboo? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the bamboo mm-hmm. that doesn't... Uh, it takes ages to grow, yeah, it takes doesn't ages. it? It takes, three, it takes three years. I think it's bamboo. It takes three years um, to come out of the ground. And then in something like three weeks, it grows to 50 <laughs> metres or something <laughs> freaking crazy yeah, like that. it's outrageous. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. That, that's almost what we're, we're, we're trying to do, yeah. okay, with this. So you come to us and you'll be that wee bamboo um, seedling, uh, your bamboo in, under the earth, you know. And, but you think that there's something more. And then we've got business, this guy's business strategy. I cannot tell you what it's like. <laughs> I go into meetings, okay? I've been involved in lots of businesses, um, professional businesses and trading businesses and all sorts. I've dealt with loads of business people right across the country. And I go into meetings with Andrew, right? And we're talking to people who have been working in their businesses year in, year out, right? Year in, year out. And it and, th- and this is the way my business works and blah, blah, blah. And Andrew will not be saying anything for about 20 minutes. He'll be telling all about their business. Like the bamboo. Uh, and then within about 20 minutes, Andrew just the corner goes, of the meeting. Andrew just says, right. And he's just literally got the fucking Rubik's Cube and he's... <laughs> <laughs> and he goes like that. And he just tells them this business strategy for the next 10 years. That has something they've never even thought about. And... <laughs> and you know why they do that? Because they, 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 one, they know that he's right, and they just go, "How on earth have you seen that from just this one meeting?" And then number two, the other reason they do that is because they realise the work involved to actually do the bit that Andrews just told them oh, about. Wow. That, that's I have seen this with my own eyes, multiple, multiple occasions. Now, some people will go out of that room and will never come back. 
<laughs> because they know the implication of going down that journey. They know it's right, but they know the implication of going down that journey because it means they have to start doing things differently mm-hmm. like they haven't done before. Uh, but the ones who come back, we then want to take them. We have the business strategy. We have the, the personal mentorship with myself. I have loads of experience about that. I love bringing people on that journey through the resilience, the perseverance, mm-hmm. the thinking big, the goal setting, the sacrifice setting, all of that yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Laura's um, piece there, uh, and hers is powerful as well. I've been on the receiving end of that myself. Yeah. Um, she's trained me to think even bigger yeah. in terms of the business sense. And then we've got Colin. Yeah. Uh, on all of the financial side. Which is so big. then, you know, let, let's tackle them one by one. Yeah. Andrew, if we start with you, <coughs> you know, I'm an investee. I've come to you with the, what I think is a world-changing idea. And one of the steps of your process that you're going to take people through the change is creation of strategy, just what Gavin mm-hmm. was talking about. What Break that down for us. What does that actually mean? So, uh, I, Sorry, but I'm uh-huh. just going to interject one yeah. second. I think for the people listening, I find this really interesting because... I don't have a startup. I'm not in the world of startup, but this is a fantastic model actually for personal development as well as kind of business development. So even if you are listening, you, you, you're not a startup or you, you're not a founder or an investee, I think a lot of this stuff can actually be applied internally. So sorry, interjection. Uh, yeah, go yeah ahead. well, here, it's just yeah. before you go there, it's, we all have the ideas. Yeah. It's just we have them in the shower, whatever, and we never do anything about them. Yeah. What we're trying to do is take people who have the ideas and then say, do you know what? I might do something about this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, Over to you, Rocket Man. So uh, I, I think first of all, I have to understand what you do. So that would be fundamental. I have to understand what is you do. Get a bit of a sense of where do you, how big do you think initially. Because there's no point knocking someone over with a <laughs> an oil tanker, even if they're not just not there yet. Um, but need to get a good understanding where business is at, who's involved. Who are the right people? As in, do you have them there with you today? And which of the people who are there today are the right people for the big journey? So there might only be one, there might be, I'm going to make this up, five people in the room. And you know there's only one of them is going to be there mm. in four years' time in the executive team. But you're kind of trying to make that judgment call at the very start. And that's the first side. Secondly, um, I would say once you understand what they're trying to do, I start with, so first of all, where are they today and where are they going to go in the next 10 years? Where could what they want to create go in the next 10 years? Mm -hmm. So we're looking for businesses that are going to create a billion pounds of value minimum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, we're starting here with a small amount of between, say, one and two million that we can give to you to, to take you in that journey. We're going to look at some milestones while you're in our bubble. And those will include um, essentially two deliveries you're going to have to make for you to receive some of the stages of the funding. So you might have come to us looking for, let's, let's use a Northern Ireland figure, 250,000. So you've come to us looking for 250,000. We're going, we don't really think that's enough. Mm. You need a million and a half. And here's why. And at the end of this million and a half, you don't even just need a million and a half. You need 10, 20 million. Mm-hmm. And the person either goes, that's what I thought. 
But I need, I need, but I need, I need, I need to make it look right on the sheet. Yeah, do you know? What I, mean? I, need yeah. to, I need to get the ticket. To get your money, fifty k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you only yeah. give me money if I'm going to turn over revenue by the other end of the money you've given me. So, and I need to make back the two hundred fifty thousand inside three years. Sure. Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. This is not this is not the journey <laughs> we're taking you on. So they have to they either do that or they're just completely bamboozled. Oh no, I can do this for two hundred grand. You're wrong, mm-hmm. and that happens and then someone goes away and thinks again goes actually no yeah i do need more yeah i've now rethought about it and you do transform a lot about them and their business mm-hmm. i mean really they they the other end even a few sessions with us sometimes they're kind of looking at the world differently yeah yeah and hopefully in a better way a healthier way yeah something they could actually achieve not just something that uh, i mean we were given a stat recently in northern ireland where something like, I think it was 112 businesses, two exits. So that's VC-backed companies. Wow. And we're going, no, no, well, we have 10 chances, eight to 10 chances with some really good people and individuals and teams. And we're going to take them to the other end of that journey, and we're not going to have one success. We're going to have multiple successes. Mm. Um, I mean, that's obviously our belief we'd be doing it otherwise. But the truth is that I think um, when you see just that someone takes a quarter million quid and they in their head believe they can get the other end of that with that money and they don't, that's 110 people who have probably, I'm going to, it's going very deep here, contemplated everything from suicide to all sorts of things as an mm-hmm. outcome of that really long, drawn out, painful journey. Yeah to experience failure in that that way. So we're trying to prevent that happening for them. Yeah. Make sure they're aware of what really goes on, how much they really need, and then also give them these milestones that they have to hit Mm -hmm. to get to the big picture. Mm -hmm. So a bit like I mentioned Google in our previous um, episode, really, um, we're going to set those horizons. What is the first value add, then the second, then the third, and then the fourth? Wow. And really, a lot of what Andrew's talking about there is a completely different mindset mm-hmm. shift, particularly speaking from three people from Northern Ireland. Yeah, totally and that's what you come in, you know, big part of the process on where you kind of yeah. really step in and yeah. use your superpowers is yeah. that mindset development, isn't it? Yeah, um, because we, look, it's it's part of my journey. So I, I can remember a couple of years ago, maybe doing a podcast episode with yourself, uh, maybe, maybe a year and a half ago. Um What's your favorite word? What was it? What's your favorite word? Or what word? No, what word do we need to use more in Northern Ireland? I said success. I said we're afraid to even say the, the S word. Mm. You know, uh, it's not sex. You know, <laughs> you know, maybe Northern Ireland applies here as well. I don't know, but uh, the S word success. So we can do it, right? But it takes a few uh, radicals like ourselves to stick our heads over the parapet, right? I get my head shot off all the time. You know, uh, Matt, you've been on a lot of that journey with me. You've seen me taking the hits. Um, I, I put it across. People think, who's he's full of? Who is he? And I know that's there, but yeah. I'm doing that so that I can show people that I can take the hits, right? Still deliver the success and still be standing even when people are shooting my head off, the mm-hmm. trolls are coming at me and throwing rocks at me. So that others can see, do you know what? You're allowed to say, uh, you're allowed to think about success in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to have huge success. You should be. There are people here who will help you get it, right? And we, we are showing that, you know, we're going to stick our heads up there. People will shoot at us. 
but we'll still be standing and we'll still be moving forward. And that goes back to that leadership that we talked about in an earlier episode. Then others can start coming f- from behind. Start, oh, actually, maybe maybe I don't just have to have a trading business. Yeah. Maybe I can think bigger. Yeah. And that's all part of conditioning that mindset mm-hmm. um, that we can do that. So nuts and bolts, how do you do that? So uh, you have to sit down and just spend time with people. Um, I try to do it as, as much as I can on a wider plane for uh, I'm actually trying to do it for a whole country at the one yeah, time yeah, yeah. Um, through documenting what I do through documenting that I'm thinking big through documenting through podcasts LinkedIn all the rest of it what I do every single day the struggles the sacrifices the good days the bad days I did a podcast episode recently uh, I think it was something like I am not your hero <laughs> it was for one day I said so hoover up the f- opportunity because uh, Gavin was taking the day off you know and people were respond that's great that you can say you know what we can't be that all the time mm-hmm. you know there's going to be days when you're like that but that that's just uh, you have to accept that mm. and come back quicker through setting your goal set your goals set your sacrifices think big go down your business strategy stick to your plan build a great team with you show your leadership skills um, give rather than take add value to everybody you come across I, I just recorded an episode yesterday on a speed mentor podcast ah sorry for a plug there folks but you, <laughs> you knew there was one going on there was going to one and I, had the, I think I had the t-shirt in an earlier episode but so what I do in, in nearly every single relationship that I try to do is I ask the other person or the other business what does success look like out of this relationship mm. right and I find out what success looks like for them I'm not going in what am I getting out of it mm-hmm. I'm going in what what does success look like and once I know that see when I over deliver then they come back for more mm, sure right and you see when we get more people thinking that way um, through Northern Ireland through what we're trying to do the outcomes will be unbelievable mm, definitely I, I know I know so that's amazing you paint this really exciting beautiful vision mm-hmm. and then the next phase is deconstruction yes mm-hmm. so what happens in yep. that so, so g- generally let's say you've done a, a pitch or two we've got to know you a bit <laughs> yeah. um and uh, we feel you're ready then for, for that deconstruction. <laughs> um, essentially, we run what we call a strategy transformation sprint. And then we bring Laura. So I've been working maybe with the founder because, or the founders, um, trying to develop what their idea might be, how it might become a billion pounds company. Um, but obviously, I'm thinking a certain number of channels and areas. I'm going to, how do they market? How do they do this? How do they do that? Um, but I won't hit every single problem. So with that in mind, Laura comes in. She brings in over 50 challenges that we haven't considered. <laughs> and this is all in one day. This is a hard day for any founder. <laughs> so uh, they're going to spend eight, 10 hours with us. There's a structure to it. It's uh, based upon the Google Ventures design sprint process it's a five-day process this is one day and uh, we can completely blow someone's mind and their business model out of the water because um, we do engage someone who is is an expert we get really under the skin of their business something that we wouldn't necessarily be able to do even as a group of four sometimes if we're not in that space that they that they're operating in and uh, that expert may bring something to light 
that is a problem in the way they're thinking about their business. And that has happened, I think, in every sprint we've had at the first stage. Mm -hmm. So we'll essentially talk to you about your red ocean and your blue ocean. And along our entire journey, so while you're with the change, you will never be in a blue ocean. Which means? So a red ocean is contested market space. Okay. Where essentially there are people who are competing with you. If you use Gavin's trading business, a good example. He's in very much contested market space. Mm. But at one point, and I suppose earlier in that journey, along came Tesco's. Mm -hmm. They completely disrupted the lay of the land yep. as, it, as it was bought over many of the people I remember crazy prices back in the day <laughs> and these sort of guys and um, essentially changed how the world worked in retail and grocery yeah so with that in mind they became a blue ocean it's no longer the case they've lots and lots of competitors are now mm. in a red ocean again that idea that was new mm -hmm. that was uncontested is now contested mm -hmm. but we need our startups to have that period of blue ocean thinking and existence mm. that's a multi-stakeholder approach so what that means is that um you can't really have a blue ocean if you have one stakeholder group so we start to deconstruct if you have an idea that's in one industry Sorry, when you say stakeholder what do you mean by that? yes so, so a stakeholder might be a particular if you're in the i'll use one of our business a legal tech space we may be approaching solicitors, mm -hmm. as an example, or lawyers. But actually, there's some secondary benefit or secondary value to an accountant, right. as an example. So it's like two birds with a one stone sort of thing? A exactly. Okay. And, and you're designing, instead of going, well, if I hit all these five things for the solicitor or the lawyer, the, then I've finished my journey. I've created a, a blue ocean. That just isn't the case. You need to then look at the accountant, see what they get beneficially for their practice, and look at the consumer and see what they get gotcha. as a benefit. So um, most people do single stakeholder businesses, which is fine, but very difficult for those to become blue ocean. Mm. Use Google, a really simple one. All types of consumers in one end want to find the, the stuff they're searching for. On the other side, all types of businesses that want to essentially acquire their their eyeballs, <laughs> sure. looking at their their products and services. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's what this is about. It's trying to go, if you were on one side or the other, you're not going to have a blue ocean. Mm. So we have to help you find what our stakeholders need. And we do this once a quarter. So this is just like swimming. Right? Well, the way I see it, it's like swimming. Is, well, you work on your business for three months. Mm -hmm. You come up for air. We're here <laughs> with you mm -hmm. to design the strategy. And then back down again. Nice so one. We do one of them before investment just to see how you get on. You see that the relationships Come up there. for air and Andrew yeah. slaps you with a wet, wet yeah. fish. <laughs> me, me, or, me or Laura, one of the two of us, yeah. <laughs> awesome, yeah. down you go. And then this final piece of the puzzle here you've described as selecting a blueprint. And that was back to Colin's modeling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, tell us about that, Gavin. Well, I, leave, I think Andrew's best on that one. Go for it. Um, well, essentially what we're trying to do is figure out your next 10 years before you start, <laughs> mm. which is a very unusual process for a startup. Um, they tend to think, um, I'm going to say they, they might write a five-year business plan, 
but the going past year three, it's based upon some sort of assumptions in year one and two. It's as if it's a linear process. You're just going to grow to whatever size and hit a billion quite eventually. Mm-hmm. Whereas what you really need to look at is how does that get made up? What are the real components underlying the modeling? Um, what will actually happen in practice? So we know how difficult that is from a startup to a billion quid company. And there's no point guessing a lot of the connecting bits between point one and point four, mm-hmm. let's say. So the billion quid company is very different than you today with million, million and a half pounds trying to figure out how do you get there. So we're looking for you to create value. That could be data. That could be customers. That could be consumers on a platform and usage. Um, or that could be something more traditional. It could be a revenue or a product sales. Depends what, what your business is. So that needs to be honed and managed and looked at in your own particular business context. It's not a, it's not a general thing. So that is where once we're very, very serious, Colin's coming in to support you in that process. Find out um, essentially how your business operates and help you design then at least how you spend our million in a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And so that you're ready by the end of that to be clear as to why you need the 10 million to get to the next stage. Mm. And what are you going to spend that on? And not only what are you going to spend it on, where is that going to take you to? Because a lot of people forget that um, essentially, yes, you may be raising round after round, but you need a clear way that this becomes a billion quid company for people to give you the right valuation. And that's uh, that's where all four of us come back in to play. <laughs> yeah, if if your, your your milestones or what you're trying to achieve isn't evidenced, uh, and what, what happens is I, I think we see it all the time is in a pitch and you see a revenue model and there's a flipping crazy hockey stick. <laughs> That's how it manifests itself in most business pitches. Uh, oh, look, um, earn 50. Because nobody is really trying to visualize what it is they're trying to do to disrupt an industry, change the world over a 10-year period, it just manifests itself in uh, there's 100 million or 200 million or a billion revenue in seven years or something. That That's how it normally manifests itself in, in a business plan rather than um, what are the different points of disruption or the different points of the red and the blue ocean? How does that change over a period of time? What's the wave of that? How does it look? What stakeholders am I bringing in in three years to actually then take mm. this to, to the next level? So it actually, it just becomes a standard pitch because I don't really know what I'm doing here. Yeah, there we go. I'm doing a billion of revenue. In <laughs> That's invariably in every business plan that you see. Um, rather than real thought around the stuff that we've just talked about. Mm. You rarely see, you rarely see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our, we know to successfully um, travel that journey, and we, we talk about journeys many a time over the years, and we know to successfully travel that journey that you have to have thought about those different signposts or staging posts. Mm. So for us to take you from here, from one to three million valuation, and to successfully um, get you a five to 20 million valuation, well, five we would be very disappointed with. Mm -hmm. In uh, London, for instance, in 18 months to to three years' time, 
we know that you need to have been thinking about the next stage in posts. Got you. And um, if you're not, we will not be successful at that point. So you start with the 10-year vision in mind. Yeah, yeah. And we're not taking you to London, right, um, with just a hockey stick saying, yeah, we're going to be doing a billion <laughs> revenue. We know that that just doesn't work. You get laughed yeah. out in London. Yeah. Um, people just, they just go, what the hell are these guys talking about? Yeah. Uh, I, and I have seen my, I have developed a lot because remember, I have not been in this industry. So between Laura and Andrew, um, when they're thinking about, yeah, that's the bit where um, the robots come in and all. And I go, do we not have enough to worry about? <laughs> <laughs> and then we've had this conversation, you know, whilst I have. Uh, acclimatize my mind to yeah. creating this sort of stuff I'm trying to create it in people's mindsets but not necessarily always in their business plans because mm. there's nobody I'm mentoring has ever been thinking about doing a billion dollars it's just not the case yeah um, yeah that's when the robots come in and go, <laughs> yeah but Gavin you have to put you have to because if we're not thinking about the machine learning the AI that bit then we can't get to the next bit and yeah yeah it's cool and, and, and it's the pace of it Matthew and it's yeah. just it's relentless if you, if you imagine if, I'm going to use your business mm-hmm. journey yeah. almost Gavin like recent one because if you think over say 10 years yeah. what you've what you've created but now the next 10 years what you're trying to create yeah um, <laughs> it's just a different I, I am telling I can tell you <laughs> I, I can tell you a couple of things uh, and this is why we've done the value so specifically etc because I have created good businesses. I am good at creating, you know, we have an eight-figure turnover in the wall group. I have um, virtual reality business, mentoring business, all sorts of stuff going on, okay? That's all good. And most people would give their left arm for that sort of stuff. Uh, and But I'm reasonably competent at creating that sort of stuff, okay? This bit now, for the last sort of half a dozen months, whilst we've been working on this, the mental and cognitive load that I am under every mm. single day because the scale of what we're trying to achieve is so much greater. Mm. Whereas before I'm thinking one shop, two shops, yeah, I do that sure. every nine months. I did every, people say to me, how do you do that every nine months? Oh, I just work really hard. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. my mind, because we're trying to create 10 billion of value from 10 million acorn, that's our initial fund, yeah. 10 million to 10 billion in 10 years. Right, that's what we're doing, okay. And that load, cognitive load, the pace of that every single day, um, is a totally different feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. to creating good quality. But you know what it is? It's like a video game where, you know, every every <laughs> time you level, level up, yeah, the yeah. boss gets bigger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oof. Every dragon you slay, yeah. then it's 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 big bigger brother comes to then try to kill yeah. you too do you know what I mean yeah well there's some massive big green alien I tell you <laughs> <laughs> I've got a and I are holding up okay. we're, we're doing it's, it's, it's different you know yeah. and it's bringing and that knowledge to them if you, if you look at how good Gavin is doing as well I mean a lot of, I know a lot of people who get the eight figure turnover and it might take them 30 years yeah is the truth of it and it, it is just quite mind-blowing that you're going, no, actually, okay, we can probably do that in three years. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that that's just yeah. a different way of thinking. And uh, <laughs> the, the next episode will be interesting. We'll be slaying a, a Northern Irish dragon for sure because we're talking all about money. 
Mm-hmm. And so for yeah. all the people that have been listening so far, they've had the wee voice in the back of their head saying, mm-hmm. how is this going to happen? I mean, what's the numbers behind this? What's the money? What's the finances? Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to tune in next time to, yeah, to find The money out. word and not, we're not allowed to use that the word. The M word. Yeah, the M word. <laughs> and it's not we'll mum. Crack, uh, we'll crack the S word <laughs> um, uh, on the success and now we're on to the money word. Oh, right. Okay. Right, well, catch us next time. Thanks. Thank you, Murphy. I'm a man on a mission.